I had had all this experience over the last like nine years of being a Beachbody coach of watching people come into the business and having such big visions and big goals mm -hmm. and working hard and doing all the things, but they were never getting any closer to those goals. Mm. And while I was working with them, I realized that it was their mind. It was their mindset yeah. and they had limiting beliefs and some of them weren't even aware of what they were. But if you don't fix this piece first up here, all the training and all the mentors aren't going to help you. Welcome to Sincerely Future You, a podcast that helps ambitious women like you make decisions today with the future you in mind. Are you an athlete or a gym fanatic or even just raised in a competitive household or around sports maybe? I love making analogies on this show about how the day-to-day -day of pursuing our business goals is similar to the mindset that we have when we have a long-term fitness goal. Today, you're going to meet our guest, my friend, business coach, and former fitness coach, just like yours truly, Kathy Reuter. We're going to chat about how to use the mindset tools that you may have actually already mastered in another area of your life to just flip them over to get your biz goals done. You ready? But before we jump in, of course, we've got a shout out of the week from an actual human being, an actual women business owner that's in one of my rooms. That is Ladice from Nora V Apparel. Ladice came in the Rewire Your Time bootcamp that we had last month and she crushed it. And then she's joined us in the splash pad. For those of you who don't know, the Splash Pad is my community for women business owners who really just feel like they are talented in what they do, but they need just a business one-on-one overall to make sure that they can get their business moving in the right direction without feeling completely out like a fish out of water. This is where we splash around in the Splash Pad. She's applying the tools, but in a modified way and still making progress. Come to find out, she's in her fourth trimester, you guys. The one where your hormones are raging and your itty bitty little is so snuggleable and distracting, but also quite literally sucking the life out of you. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> Aren't women just incredible? Seriously, there is actually nothing that we cannot do. And this isn't just a shout out to Ladies because she's choosing to work modified during her maternity leave. Of course, we shout out women for creating their maternity leave and being fully on it. In fact, we can shout out former Masterful CEO, Neela, who is about to just do that exact thing. But I can relate to both of these. And as we each have our own perfect journey with different goals and different support systems behind the scenes, I think it's really important for us to celebrate both, both versions of what it can look like to be successful. And I want to celebrate both so that you can see yourself in one of these examples and understand that there's no right way to have a successful business. For you, you have to determine first what success looks like. And I needed to shout out Ladice because she is looking at her goals and her circumstances, putting blinders on to how others are doing it and using the tools that she gained from the splash pad and rewire to get it done. Rock on, rock star. I'm so proud of you. 
and perfect segue into our hype sesh. If you're brand new to the episode, get ready because this is the part where we pour gasoline on your brain. We just say, let's freaking go. And then when you're done with this, you can actually hit pause if you want uh, after the hype sesh and just type out some content or, you know, get something done that maybe you've been putting off. That is how you should feel after the hype sesh, just elevated and ready to take action. Okay. I wish we were legally allowed to play the theme song to Rocky under this narration, but just imagine it. Okay. Okay. Chatting with Ladise and another former client of mine, Sarah, it just it pumps me up. It's reminding me of the times when my reality wasn't what I wanted it to be. Because truthfully, I'm pretty blissed out right now. You guys, I'm not going to lie. I'm always evolving, but I've gotten to a place where I don't need anything else. And that can be pretty unfreaking relatable. And I know it, right? But it wasn't always the case. And if you're brand new to this show, I need you to know that I see you if you're currently in a phase where you're looking at your life, you're looking at your bank account, looking at your calendar, looking at the people who are surrounding you, and you're like, this ain't it. This is not it. I see you, okay? Here's what you're going to do. You're going to get some examples of possibility in your face. You're going to decide on future you. What she got? What's different? Not in some vague way, but specifically, does she have a tidier desk? Does she have more toned arms? Does she make decisions within minutes instead of months? Does she love who she's seeing in the mirror? Why? What about her? And then you're going to surround yourself with people who are living that reality, okay? Because they're out there. But sometimes there's a really specific part of your future that you want that you just can't find an example of. And this is the fun part because you get to be her for you. I was 2023 me for me back in 2019. And now I am the literal woman that I leaned on for support. Isn't that wild? You get to be that for you. I remember in 2019, waking up, like not from an alarm clock, but from the alarm clock of the crying of my child who never slept and being like, oh my God, I had set my alarm for 545 to wake up before him and work out. But it's like, no matter how early I would set the alarm, he would end up waking up knowing and just waking up five minutes earlier. Anyone else? (laughs) If you're in that phase, I would just wake up and I would be like, from like the morning until the night. I was just, I felt like such a victim. My, My natural thoughts were just like, this is hard. This is hard. Nobody gets this. Everybody else has it easier, has more support or has more money than me or more time than me. And it just felt freaking hard. And I wanted so desperately to create an incredible co parenting relationship, right? It was not going the way I wanted to at the moment, right? I was like, we're going to be friends. My ex-husband was like, no, stop saying that. I don't want to be friends with you. I was like, I'm going to be like rich. And my bank account was like, you're not rich. (laughs) And it's like there was like all of these things about my reality that just were mismatched from what I wanted it to be. And I was like, oh, someone give me the bridge. How do I get there? And I just knew for me 
everyone kept saying, all right, listen, if you want to be rich, if you want to have a successful business, that's fine. But you need to first do the responsible thing. That's what I kept hearing. You need to do the responsible thing. You need to get a more stable job. You need to stop like playing around in this fun passion project of life coaching. You need to stop like just saying that everything's going to be sunshine and rainbows, like some things, every relationship doesn't need to be close. And I was like, I don't accept. And here's your permission, you guys. You get to hear the input and like truly hear it. Take it in from love. We don't need to defend necessarily ourselves to the people that are probably just well-meaning. And then we get to be like, I don't accept. I'm giving you permission to not accept the reality that society is telling you is your destiny. If you're surrounded by people who are like, well, no, if you want to be successful in business, you need to hustle and you need to give up your time and your nights and your weekends, blah, blah, blah. I would never accept that. You do not need to have money at the expense of your time. You do not need to have time with your kids at the expense of a successful business. No. I do not accept, okay? Repeat after me. Whatever it is that you don't want, don't accept it, okay? Now we're going to decide our possibility. You're going to surround yourself with some examples of people living that life. And if you do not see it, you're going to be her. Write her down. Write out every detail of what she has, and then let's reverse engineer it. If you specifically want to know how to reverse engineer these types of goals, you need to get in the room. We have a live event coming up January 7th, 2023. If you're in none of my programs, don't worry. This is your chance. This is your access. And right now, if you're listening to this episode live up until Black Friday, which is what? November 24th, November 24th, until midnight, there is an early bird pricing on this. You can, for $3.99, get in the room where we're going to set your goals for 2024 and show you how you're going to reverse engineer those. This is not a joke, people. I do not joke around with your dreams. I'm very serious about your dreams. Anything that you want, come to me. We'll put it on paper and we'll figure out the math of it. Okay, that was a long hype sesh, but I'm telling you, I'm so sick of people telling me what is possible for me based on what's already out there. That's really boring because that just means that everything that's ever been done is as far as we're going to go. What does that mean about humanity? No, we're always evolving. And the people who are evolving us are the people that do not accept the current reality as what's possible for the future. Okay, be the person that's going to lead from the front, lead from the pack, decide what's possible, and then do something about it. Okay, let's go. You guys are in for such a treat because today we have Kathy Reuter, who is a new friend, longtime acquaintance. We'll get into that today, but thank you so much for coming on the show. Thanks so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here, Jess. Yeah. So Kathy, you guys heard a little bit about it in the bio. She is a woman of a lot of skills, but we met back in the days when we were both fitness coaching. And we're going to talk to you a bit about that today because we both have some controversial opinions about how correlated your relationship to fitness 
can be to your relationship with your business. And I've thought about this for a while, but recently when I reconnected um, with Kathy at a live event, we just started having some more conversations and realized that both of us had taken more of a trajectory in our business and really still have a lot of those same habits that we've built in the fitness space. So Kathy, tell us a little bit about, um, you know, who you are, how you came to be in your current role of what you're doing, and then we'll dive into the fitness stuff. Okay. So I'm a mom of three. I have three little kids, ages 11, nine, and four. And I had been doing the beach body coaching. That was my business as a way to be home with the kids. Mm. And I had been doing that for years and years and years. I did not want to go back to my teaching career. So I became a beach body coach and it did amazing, amazing things for our family way above and beyond what I could have ever imagined. But then I hit this point in the business about three years ago now, three or four years ago, where it just didn't feel aligned anymore. And I felt this calling to do something else, but I kept ignoring it because this was what was comfortable. You know, this was what mm. I knew and it was easy for me. And everybody for like the last nine years knew me for health and fitness. That's just what I did. And I did it really well. Were you like the part being a beach body coach was like you were naturally already into fitness or you found that on your own journey towards fitness and then ended up becoming a coach? Because I always think like there's two stories usually. Yeah. Well, I have always been into health and fitness, mm. although I was not in great shape when somebody told me about beach body coaching, but I had done the original P90X program mm. with my husband. I mean, like probably 14 years ago now. Yeah. And it got us into the best shape of our life then. And so when somebody said, Hey, like you can actually build a business around this and, you know, get healthy from home while you raise your kids. I was like, sign me up. I'm doing it. Yeah. So yeah, I've always been into health and fitness. Although when I started that, I was like 40 pounds overweight. I think it'll be relevant as we start to talk about some of our other, yeah. um, other thoughts about it, about like which kind of came first, the business or the egg, right? Like the business or the fitness, like which part was easier for you and helped you build momentum in the other. So you would say for sure your knack was like in health and fitness sports. Like that was your thing. Uh, yes. I like, I grew up doing sports. Mm -hmm. I grew up playing basketball. I, since I was in the third grade, I did track and field, did all the things, but what really motivated me to build a legitimate business out of that was I didn't want to go back to my teaching career. Mm. Like I wanted to be home. And so it was like a bonus that it was also revolved around health and fitness and being a part of a team and a community because I always loved that anyways. Yeah. So I love it, right? Because you're, you're attaching it to this very specific vision of your future. And you're like, for some people, it's a vision of like, what I know I want, but I think for most of us, and we don't talk, hear this enough, it's really just more like, I know a couple of things that I definitely don't want. That was my college oh, yeah. experience. It was like, I didn't find at the end of graduating, I went to Northeastern, which has a co-op program. So every other semester, I was essentially testing out jobs in my field to see whether my major was aligned. And at the end yeah. of the five years, I just graduated knowing, well, I don't want to do that, that or that. And that's yeah. what it felt like <laughs> I sped through that process that sometimes takes other people maybe 10 years to get through in their oh, career. Yeah. But it wasn't like I, I knew for sure what I wanted to be. 
And so you knew you didn't want to be teaching anymore and you were fit and you were like, cool, check, check, check. I can make some money. I could be at home with the kids and I get to be fit for a job. Yep. How fun. That was, that was exactly it. So then fast forward, you're yep. like three years ago. So around the pandemic time. Yep. Around the, right pandemic, around the pandemic time. And you're like, okay, what? I was next? like, okay. I'm like, this just doesn't feel right anymore. And I kept having this feeling to just go off and create my own course to help other online entrepreneurs with their mindset. Mm. And I had had all this experience over the last like nine years of being a Beachbody coach of watching people come into the business and having such big visions and big goals Mm -hmm. and working hard and doing all the things, but they were never getting any closer to those goals. Mm. And while I was working with them, I realized that it was their mind. It was their mindset and they had limiting beliefs and some of them weren't even aware of what they were. But if you don't fix this piece first up here, all the training and all the mentors aren't going to help you. You need to start with this first and then all the trainings and all the mentorships and mentors will be able to help you. Then they'll work. And so I had had this like feeling for, it was like two years. Yeah. You just going back and forth between, oh my gosh, but you're making such great money and everybody knows you for this. And this is so mm-hmm. easy for you. And your whole brand is around health and fitness. And now you're going to do this whole thing and you're going to be a beginner again. You're going to start out to be a beginner again. That's what was a little bit yeah. nerve wracking. Right. But I knew just through all the personal development from all the years, right. That if you have that feeling and you feel a little bit uncomfortable about the change, you absolutely have to do it. Oh, yeah. And so, oh, yeah. Like, it, it was. it's just so easy to stay comfortable. We know this. Well, it's it's almost like this, this, an idea, if it's not capitalized on, can turn into a poison, right? It's kind of like they say water. Yeah. If water is still, it becomes like toxic water. And if water yeah. is moving and current, then it's like the life source Right. So it's the same thing with your ideas. You're like, once I have this knowing, once I have this idea, once it's there, if I just let it sit, it's going to poison everything around me. It definitely. Oh my gosh. Like the internal emotional turmoil that I did for that two year period where I was like, you know, people are coming to me and asking me for this kind of help all the time. I know that this is what's missing Mm -hmm. in the online entrepreneurial space. I have to just do this. And then finally, after like two full years of, pushing it down, pushing it down. I just drew the line of the sand and I said, all right, I'm going to launch a podcast. <laughs> I'm going to launch Do Life Big and I'm going to create my Mindset Accelerator program. And and I just did it. Yes. And so much better when you just go for it. Uh, so let's talk about how that is the same exact freaking thing that we talk about with people <laughs> wanting to have sex sex have success <laughs> success well that's not are we what gonna have a, are we gonna have a blooper a bloopers reel <laughs> no, we'll just uh leave it in and just remind people you gotta collect some fails right um yeah. so, so no if you want to have success with the, with either weight loss or with reaching a new goal in your fitness whether it's wanting to be able to ha- raise your endurance and be able to you know, do a half marathon or a marathon or something like that, or you want to be able to do pull-ups and you've never done that before. That's always been kind of a sneaky goal of mine. Um, And like, how is it that people approach it wanting to understand like, okay, give me the steps, tell me the things, hand me the program. And 
the thing that they don't want to do that will determine whether they're successful or not is the same thing that will lead you to business success or not. Yeah. It's so true. I know. I always, that's actually what I would always say back in the day when I was doing the beach body coaching. I'm like, listen, if you can work on your health and fitness journey and you can reach your health and fitness goals or accomplish anything like that, run, you know, a marathon, do Mm -hmm. a triathlon, then you can build a business because it is the exact same thing. It's just one foot in front of the other doing the right thing day by day. Yeah. So what are like the vital behaviors and the things that you that you think about like I think it's easier and it's cleaner when we're talking about fitness like in business I'm always using fitness as an analogy because I do attract a lot of um, business owners who are interested or are very like go-getters with their fitness and then I also have a lot of people who are just like huh that's interesting I have this these clean thoughts about putting one foot in front of the other with my business, now can I just literally apply it to another area of my life? And so what are the things that like the the mindset things that come up in both? Yeah. And I think too, like when you're mentioning this too, I think that where people kind of get tripped up a little bit is that they're scared to be a beginner. You know, Mm. like they're scared for people to see them at the beginning of the journey, not really knowing what they're doing. But that's when you need to remind yourself and remember that everybody was a beginner and everything that you've mastered today was once new for you. It was something that you had no idea about, but you did it and then you mastered it. Oh my gosh. And so I... Yeah, so true, right? Because Kathy and I reconnected at a live event in Denver, that one that um, I was speaking at. Kathy also knows Keisha, who who ran Empower Her Live. And when we were there listening to Natalie Ellis, she said, right, nope, it's not that people are afraid to be seen. People are afraid to be seen starting small. That's exactly it. Yeah, it's so true. And and even myself, and you know, this was someone who's mastered mindset. You still struggle with this. That was what I kept getting tripped up on with making the shift from the health and fitness, you know, business to mindset mm-hmm. with a business wrapped around that. Was oh my gosh, <laughs> I'm going to be starting at the bottom of the hill again yeah. <laughs> as a beginner, clawing my way up, learning every single step along the way, having to fail, 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 fail forward. Yep. And am I okay with doing that after now I'd been seen as this really successful online health and fitness you know, entrepreneur for so long? Oh. And I think that's where I was getting tripped up. And it happens to so many people. Yeah. I, I mean, so it's a good reminder, whether you're listening to this episode and you're thinking, okay, I'm someone who is totally in it for the long haul when it comes to my fitness, but there's that little voice in the back of my head when it comes to my business that's kind of like, is this going to work out? Is this not? Is this, should I quit? Should I try something different? Imagine saying that to yourself when it came to your body and your health. Like imagine being in the middle of a workout or a run or something and just like having one of those days where you're just like dragging and you're like, oh, this sucks or this is hard or maybe you (laughs) took a week off or you drank too much the night before or whatever it is and you're just like, oh, and you were like, I don't know, maybe this is it for me in fitness. Maybe I'll just sit on the couch for the rest of 
time or and eat Twinkies and do nothing yeah. forever. Or like, I'll just try something else. I'll just try like putting lotion on every day, like something else with your body, right? Like what? It makes no sense. We would never do that with, with our health, right? But with our business, we, we kind of give ourselves these other dialogues that are undermine ourselves when the circumstances are harsh or when the conditions are rough or when we're doing something tedious or when we're hearing no or whatever it is in in the business so true so So there's that part one that you said of like people are afraid to experience feeling like a beginner in both fitness and business this can be true and if you open yourself up to and you're willing to look like an idiot that's how I think of it beginner is a gentler (laughs) word right but like I know when I was first starting my fitness journey I remember like being like okay cool I'm gonna do this and then like throwing up during my first 21 day fix extreme uh plyo workout I threw up and I was like "Mm." success like this is so embarrassing right and I had like told people I was gonna do it and I was just like, okay, well, that's over. That happened. Like, can't get any worse. Like, okay. let's go. Let's it's keep so doing true. it. And the same thing with the business too. In the beginning, you're putting up videos. Nobody's watching. You're saying things. Right. Your mom likes it. That's it. Right? And Yeah. And I, that's it. Yeah. And so, the, and you know, I, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was going to say, I think that people are, they're afraid to fail in front of other people. Like, so they will do whatever they can to avoid failures. And I know that was something that I got tripped up on too, way back in the day, about six years ago, I didn't realize that the failures, because since I was a new entrepreneur, I had no idea what I was doing. Mm -hmm. We went to school for teaching, but I had no idea that the failures were far more important than the wins and the successes. And that if I wanted to grow and build my business to the level that I wanted it to grow to, Uh I had to go through those failures and learn from them in order to keep growing. And so if you're constantly living just your life and business, whatever it is, trying to avoid failure, you're going to always constantly be feeling like you're taking like, you know, two steps forward, three steps back. Uh, And I think even for the most advanced entrepreneur, we can think like, no, okay, I'm okay with failure. But if you just do a quick audit right now about your actions, even just this past week, was there any area in which there's something mass, some massive action you could take that you didn't take because of an of slight avoidance of failure? For sure. Right. For sure, right? It's so we would true. all be Definitely, 100%. If we weren't doing it. Oh, yeah. Right? <laughs> it is so true, though. And so what are the other things? Like when you think about fitness and when you're thinking about business, what are the other like mental, I guess, like facets that you need to have in place in order to have longevity? Yeah. I think also too, but this is especially important for myself is making sure that I am surrounded by the right kinds Mm. of people. Um, This is something that ever since moving to Florida six years ago, it's funny how just my circle of friends have changed. Mm -hmm. You know, in Massachusetts, when I was living there, um, I was the most successful one of all of my friends. And now I'm here And I'm just like the small little minnow (laughs) in the sea surrounded by all these other entrepreneurs that are like, I mean, 
unbelievable blowing it out of the water. But I think it's so important that you get yourself around those kinds of people in whatever field that you're in or sport you're in, because it will only help pull you. You know, you're never, you're never going to be able to grow further than whatever that cap is, that group of people that you're hanging out with. But if you surround yourself with other people who are far, you know, more successful than you, you're only going to keep growing better and better as the days and the years go on. Oh my gosh. I don't do we we had talked about this but like neither of us are actively like doing uh fitness coaching anymore but i will say that it was so much easier for me to skip a workout now when i'm not in a challenge group than it was (laughs) when i knew that there were a certain number of people that were gonna see if i didn't show up or like my team or anything right and so now the difference is right like i don't always have to be in a in a challenge group because I have built a couple of things in my mind that like are the foundation that allow me to, yes, maybe miss a workout here or there, but to never really get it, let it get that far. So what would you say those things are that you can lean on later in your business and in your, you know, fitness, I don't know what the word is, but like journey, I guess. (laughs) Yeah, I hate that word. Yeah, I know what you're saying. I think that one, when you have it be a part of like a daily habit, if it's something that you do every single day for so long, you develop that discipline and it's all boils down to building new habits for yourself, you know, which is why even when you were saying with your workouts now, after all these years of being a part of an accountability group and having the support from, you know, your challenge group, mm-hmm. you're not going to ever let yourself just never work out. Right. It's yeah. the same thing with myself too, with my workouts or even like working the business now, right? It's been so long. It's just ingrained in who I am from just doing a little bit every single day that it's like brushing your teeth every day. You're not going to miss a day. Isn't it so (laughs) interesting? Because honestly, like, right, my son is still fights me on brushing his teeth. Like he would just never brush his teeth. Oh my gosh, mine do too. And you're like, actually, is it, is it? And I think that this is interesting. Like, is it only habit? Or is it also partnered with an attachment to a deep belief that brushing my teeth regularly is a part of something bigger long term that is non-negotiably important to me? Yeah, I definitely think it's both of those 100%. Right? Because it's like, oh, I definitely think so. Because like, yes, brushing teeth is a habit for me, but like there are plenty of times, right, that like I'm just not in the mood and it's not just that it's like I'm not thinking about it anymore. It's actually that I'm like, ooh, like obviously short-term things of like I want my breath to smell good, but like, right, right, <laughs> like, but like also, right, like I I want teeth when I'm like 60. <laughs> right, exactly. We don't want to have dentures and have teeth fall. I mean, yeah. my parents paid a lot of money for these you know, braces uh-huh. on these teeth back in the day. I had to take good care of these mm-hmm. things. <laughs> and so when it comes to your business, like what are the things? Because I, I just think discipline is one of these words that it's like, okay, that's nice. Like I would love to have discipline. Yeah. But yeah, well, I don't feel like you'll <laughs> have discipline. Yeah, I know. Well, it's like it doesn't just come. The thing is, is if you lack a clear vision for where you're going, then you're not going to have discipline or motivation or even any kind of inspiration to show up and do the things that you need to do in your business to get there. And so with anything, anything in life, you need to know why you're showing up to do what you're doing. Otherwise, it's going to be so easy to be like, I'm not going to do it today or I don't need to do that. Who cares? But if you have like a crystal clear vision with some clear cut goals, you're going to show up. 
Yeah. And you're going to do what you need to do to get there. Yeah. So in the future, right? Like there's future Kathy, future Jess, future listener. I, it's so funny. I was doing actually <laughs> transform 20 this morning and which is a oh my body God. workout. And I just yes. live for Shanti. Like if I can get him infused into awesome. my wor- morning, I'm like, yes. And he, he always in all the workouts, there is a girl in the background named Jessica. It's just the nature of being a Jessica. There's always one in the room, <laughs> but like, you know, he's talking to her and he's like, yeah, Jessica, dig deeper, right? And I feel like he's talking to me and he's like, he's like, if your name's Jessica at home, dig deeper. And I'm like, shut up, Shanti, right? So I want to like just call out a random name and maybe it's you, Kelly, that's listening, right? It's what be Kelly yeah. today. Uh, but if you have your future self- I'm Talking to you, Kelly. We're talking to you, Kelly. Um, Listen up. Wait, I'm going to get a review from a Kelly of this episode. I can't wait. So there's the part where we're attaching the action and the discipline, whether it's in your business or in your fitness to like a future vision of yourself, like of a goal or we're saying like, okay, in the future, I have this much money or in the future, I have, you know, this many people in my program or this, my, my product line sells out the first day of the launch or whatever it is. Right. Those are future goals. But then what about the identity piece? Because there's, when I, I think about my own fitness things, like right now I don't currently have a big goal attached to my fitness. I think for a little while it was after I had the baby, it was like, okay, like just get back into the rhythm of things, feel like yourself again, get to your natural weight. And I'm at those things and I'm still showing up regularly, but it's not about a goal. It's about an identity piece. So can you speak to that? Yeah, it's so true. It's so funny. I was just talking to my husband about this the Mm -hmm. other day. We actually talk about this all the time. It's about like, who do you identify as, right? I don't have a health and fitness goal either right now, but my identity is that I'm someone who cares about my health and fitness and I want to have energy and I want to feel good and I want to look good and I want to be able to pick up my, you know, 48 pound four-year-old, <laughs> no problem. And so I have an identity that is, I am someone who cares about my health and fitness. Mm. And you can do the exact same thing with your business too. Um, for example, I don't have any like, I don't have like, like I'm showing up right now in my business because I want my kids to see that I'm never going to just settle and coast along in life. That if I'm not growing or making an impact in some way, shape or form, then what the hell am I even doing here? Like, Mm -hmm. that's how I feel purpose by making Mm -hmm. an impact. That's why I wanted to create the podcast. Um, So for me, it's more of about, I have that identity of I need to make an impact and want to make an impact on other people. And if I'm not, then I feel like, what the heck am I even doing? Yeah. <laughs> Who am I if I'm not impacting people? Right? Who am I? Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And I think for those of you that like are in this in-between stage where maybe in your business you have the you have the goals and you have the structure of your business and what you're supposed to do, but you're lacking consistency. I, I don't like this word because I, I just think that people think about it, you know, not in the right way. Consistency is something that naturally comes when you, A, believe you are someone who dot, 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 yeah. right? That's the identity piece. And then also yeah. have a goal and you're un- you understand what today has to do with that goal, 
right? Like in terms exactly. of time. Uh, but the yep. the identity piece, it's like, what if you're someone who is like, doesn't, you do not believe that you are someone who is good at selling or is, you know, like an influencer, but that yeah, is right. some an identity that you desire like how it, can you think about a specific time, whether in your fitness or in your business, that you didn't have an identity that you were able to either like flip overnight or grow into? Hmm. Let me think about this because here for a you kind of told me that like there was a good part of your identity that lent itself to this lifestyle, right? Like you grew up in sports yep. and in competition, which helped you be able to be in the day-to-day granular stuff. That's why I wanted to have you on the show in this, <laughs> in, in, like, and talk about this because I do think it's controversial, right? I mean, like, it, how much of it is, like, a competitive drive with yourself or within your industry? And then how much of it is literally just, like, I want to come and evolve as a human being and just, like, do a little bit better than I've ever done before? Yeah. I mean, I've always been a super competitive person forever and always. That's just in my nature. I love to win. I don't like to lose. (laughs) It's just same, same girl. (laughs) And so that's why I can sometimes get so hard on myself when things Mm. don't work out the way that I had planned. I have to just be patient, force myself to be patient. Um, But, you know, I am the type of person where I thrive off of people telling me that I can't do something. Mm. I know it sounds weird. And a lot of times people, when that happens is when they cower down and they, you know, hunker down under the table and they don't want to do anything anymore. And then they lose that belief in themselves. For me, the way that my mind is wired, it is like every time that I hear something negative from someone, whether, you know, that's so dumb. Why would you do that? Or why don't you just be grateful for what you already have? Why are you doing this now? Mm-hmm. Or you're never going to be able to do that. Like you're a beginner. You're at the beginning again, or you're never going to be able to get back to the shape that you were in when you were 30. Right. Now that you're going to be 42. I literally have this switch in my brain. That's like, okay, just keep watching. Mm-hmm. Game on. <laughs> and so You know, I think that, and I think people, it's really important that people know and understand that that is going to happen to you too. And that you are going to be constantly being faced with people saying negative things to you. And you can either choose to ignore it or you can use it as fuel to prove them Mm -hmm. wrong. And that can be your source of motivation, but you can never believe it. Yeah. And those are your options. Like those are your only two options, either ignore it or use it as fuel. And so I think that if you can wrap your brain around that and get out of your own head, you'd be surprised with what you can accomplish. Yeah, I like that. I like that answer. I I think when I think of myself and different moments where it, it always it stings the most when it's someone who you know actually does love you. I think like whatever, there's haters out there and you can compartmentalize and separate it and be like, they don't know me. They don't understand yeah. me. It's the people that you feel like do know you and do love you. And then they say something that you're like, ooh, like that's a little bit like you don't believe in me or the unsupportive things. And we've all had those moments. And for every business owner, it just is going to continue to happen and continue to happen. And I have the these story that I 
like to always joke about with my brother who I'm very close with and who is such a big supporter of me. But when I first was starting um, with fitness coaching, I had posted a video of me trying to do a pull up and failing, right? And being like, I'm going to do it. (laughs) And him being like, is this a satirical account? Because like all of a sudden out of nowhere, I was like fitness coaching and I wasn't someone who was like fit (laughs) growing up. And he's like, okay, right? And I remember too having this calmness wave over me and just being like, "Mm mm-hmm. Yep, it's funny now. It's not going to be in a bit. It won't be in a bit. Just keep watching, right? And now (laughs) it's like, this is what this whole show is about. And I think this is a great way for us to end, which is that Sincerely Future You is about building your future based on nothing but your future. Actually just having a blank canvas and not looking to your past and saying like, what do I think I'm capable of or what do I think my strengths are that would push me into a path? What do I think is possible for me based on what I've done so far or what I've proven I can achieve up until now? Just instead having this blank slate of being like, what do I want? What's out there? What are the identities that I want in my life, that I want attached to me, that I want people to be saying behind my back of like, oh my God, she's so fit. Or like, oh my God, she's such a badass CEO. Like there (laughs) were moments when the opposite of those things were being said about me and they're going to be said about all of you guys too, whether it's with fitness or whether it's with your business. But can you first be in that phase where you're like, okay, nobody can see where I'm going except for me. So it's like totally makes sense and is not a problem that they don't see it because they can only see the past. I can only see the future and the past. Yep, So it's so true. Can you be in that phase, right, where you're like, you're the only one who can see it and then maybe just your inner circle can see it and they're like, whoa, okay, and then like the whole world can see it and it becomes it's so good i know it's so true and i think so many times people get tripped up in looking back at their past Mm -hmm. to determine what they're capable of going forward and that's not true the only time you should ever really look back is for the lessons that you've learned along the way that's it otherwise it's eyes forward what do i want to happen well how do i want to be remembered Mm -hmm. when i look back i don't want to have any regrets and be like damn it i should have done you know, this, but I was too scared because of what I thought this person was going to say. Yeah. And did I go all out and go after what I really wanted? So what advice do you have for that person who's like, okay, I got it. I'm going to sit down or I already have sat down and I have a clear vision of what I want. I know these are some things that I want that I do not have right now. I don't have it. I don't see it in my current reality. I can only see it in my mind. How do I get my brain to believe that I am that person in the future, even if I have zero evidence today that I am her. I mean, this sounds a little crazy, but this is honestly what like I do. Mm, Tell me, tell me. I love a crazy tip. (laughs) I mean, it's so lame, but I literally just always walk around in my mind when I'm thinking about these things that I'm going to do. And I constantly am just saying to myself, like, I can, I am, I will, I must, mm-hmm. like over and over and over again. And before I go to bed at night, 
that's what I'm thinking about. Like that vision of what I want, of what I want to accomplish, of what I want the business to look like, of what I want my life to look like. It's the last thing that I see when I go to sleep in the morning. And then during the day, I'm constantly just repeating those things. Like I can, I am, I will, I must over and over and over again, because you know, the statistic about like how like 85% of your thoughts in your brain are all negative and they're on repeat Mm -hmm. all the time, right? Mm -hmm. So you have to disrupt that and you have to be the one to be aware of that and disrupt it. So that way you can constantly be, you know, changing the way that you're thinking because until you do that, forget it. It's never going to happen anyways, you know? Um, And so just those little things make such a difference. And even if if somebody has a clear vision, you're already a step ahead of so many other people because so many people don't even have that. Yeah. And (laughs) I I just think you're... Your tip is so good because I actually think sometimes it's more important that you have that inner conversation with yourself regularly than that you have the clear vision. Sometimes the vision can be a little blurry and that's okay. But if you just know one thing and if in the daily you're just like, okay, I don't know exactly how, I don't know exactly what it looks like, but I do know that I'm someone who is a little bit tougher or I do know that I'm someone who is more organized or who is more resilient and that's all I know and that's all you need to know that's fine like the other part will come into place yeah and I feel like sometimes people get intimidated by like the big vision that they have Mm. but you just have to keep reminding yourself that you're going to figure it out quitting is not an option and it's just what's the next best thing that I need to do right now to move myself closer to that vision. Yeah, if you're going to run a marathon, you're not like, okay, I guess I should start <laughs> running 26.2 miles. It's like, no, I'm going to, what do I have to do? Reverse engineer it, right? Like what does a marathoner yeah. do? They create training plans. Okay, let's start there. How many months do I need to train for it? Let's sign up for one. Let's start <laughs> doing two miles three miles. And then what are my long runs? When are they going to be? What is my schedule? Right. It's like, this is the reverse engineering. And if you're just like, oh, a marathon feels very overwhelming. Like, yeah, <laughs> of course it does. Right now you God, I'm, having, I'm having flashbacks from when I did the Boston marathon. It's oh, like, gosh. <laughs> yeah, you're like, God that was my, survived. I did. Yes. Oh, yep, check it off the bucket list. Damn girl. <laughs> I've been at that marathon Many a many a many a time. And my mom's really my mom's ran it uh nine times. Yeah. That is amazing. Yeah, she is wow. freaky. But before we let you go, I do want to just say you yeah. you almost got me really like choked up when you just said those like simple four phrases. What is it again? It's I am. I I can, I am, I will, I must. Because my son and the listeners have heard a little bit about this, but my son is currently going through um, some training for his brain and it is rigorous. He's six years old and we're putting him through some right brain training so to help support him in his like behavioral stuff that's happening at school and it is when I tell you it is so hard and there's tears almost every day and I've been oh man yeah I'm gonna get choked up because I've been saying some of these things to him over like you are you are tough you are smart. You can do this. You are brave. You you got this right. I'm a beast right. He and in the beginning he was irritated 
by me saying these things right. because and you guys might be too you might be listening to this podcast being like I'm not those things right because like your brain is telling you like you don't have evidence and that's what he was doing and the way that kids respond to these things usually is the way our primitive brain is responding inside even if outwardly we're saying okay I'll do the things inside you're like yeah but you can't do it right and so like I watched him in the beginning feel very irritated by me telling him that he could do it when he was really really struggling and then he continued to do it and you know you feel like I don't know. Are they listening to anything that I'm parenting? What's happening here? Like, <laughs> yeah. is anything just going in when you're out the other? And then out of nowhere, the other night, I think it was like the night before Halloween because we had like set a lot of rules like, OK, well, this can happen if and this can happen if he was like, I can do it. I'm going to get four smileys tomorrow. I am brave. I am smart. I can do this. I'm and he just started spitting out all of these Aww. expressions and he got four smileys on Halloween, right? Like a a day that's typically unstructured and that he's never really thrived in. There's candy, there's all the things. And it was like something clicked. It was like a little bit of brainwashing. And it's okay if in the very beginning, when you're brainwashing yourself, your brain's like, "Mm -mm, okay, I don't know if this is working. Just like let it not work until it does. Exactly. You have to keep doing it. It's going to feel uncomfortable at the beginning. Mm. Yeah. You know, your brain, you, they don't, your brain doesn't want you to change at all. Yeah. It will do whatever it can in its power to keep you right where you are, even if you're miserable. Yes. And so, right, like what you're saying is you just have to keep not just doing the things, but like telling yourself the things because that's what we're saying oh, yeah. over and over again on this show. This episode is like the theme is that you can do all of the things and put one foot in the front of the other. But if you're saying that it's not going to mean anything or it's not who you are. Yeah. Eventually, you know, that's going to be the result. Regardless. It's so true. I know because it's your thought. It's your thoughts and beliefs that actually create that result in your life. Amen. Not your actions. Amen, I friends. I know we wish. sister. <laughs> I could just give you the script of exactly how to sell and then you'd sell everyone. No, you have to believe that you, your product, your offer is worthy, as valuable, is an undercharge for what you're selling it for. And you have to believe that your yep. clients want it. You have to believe all of those things. Otherwise, whatever you say to them will fall flat. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Ugh. Yeah, so good. I know. Well, so good. I know we're I'm really curious to see. I've been saying a lot of controversial things lately, but I'm really curious to see if people do have differing opinions on this. Like, please share with us. I, I think that I just I cannot see a downside to being invested in a fitness journey. Like, I can't see a downside to it, but people get no. very very triggered by this of like oh like that's not necessary don't push that on me etc and I'm like no it's necessary especially for your mental health it's like free therapy how could you I mean if you're if your mindset and is negative and you don't feel good are you doing any kind of motion or movement in the day because it does help. I'm not saying it's like mm-hmm. the cure mm-hmm. for everything, but it makes a huge difference. Uh, it's like start there with the free stuff before we do all the things that right. are like p- 
paid. And then, of course, on top of it, then you can look into, you know, balancing your brain therapies, experts, all of those things. But like the first and most important therapies are the ones that you're doing internally in your brain and with your body. So true. To get to that base. That's why I do it every day. Yeah, right. So we don't go crazy. So I don't lose my mind. I love the the line in in, uh, Legally Blonde where she's like, and she exercises and exercises creates endorphins and happy people don't just kill their husbands. I'm like, you're welcome to my (laughs) husband's plural because I've had two of them. And it's like, you're welcome to both of you that I've worked out always. So to keep keep it. Exactly. Otherwise, you'd be six feet under. You know? But anyway, we, uh, I really do believe that um, this conversation needed to be had because I can, I am, I will, I must, I messed it up. What is it? Yep. No, you did. You did it right. I can, I am, I will, I must. I'm going to pass that along to my son. And I hope that you guys take Kathy's words. And even if all you took away from this was a little bit of simple brainwashing for yourself while you're in the thick of it, while you're in the tough stuff. Is there anything else you want to leave our audience with? Let them know you're a podcaster. Tell tell us about your where they can listen to you as well. Yep. You can listen to me on all platforms. Do Life Big is the podcast. And if you need some help with, you know, reprogramming the way that you think, I've created a completely free guide. You can check it out at kathyreuter.com slash think this, not that. And it's just a simple list of 19 of the most common negative limiting beliefs that Mm -hmm. we think and what to replace them with, with a more empowering belief and start there and you change your beliefs and that's how you change your life. I love it. Well, thank you so much. I mean, it's been so fun watching you succeed in the fitness world and in the business world and just kind of like go through from beginner to expert. I, I, uh, I admire you and thank you for keeping it real here. You guys always. Yeah. Yeah. I know we're talking about like killing our husbands, keeping them alive. (laughs) People are going to be like, who was this girl that you had on your episode? (laughs) Oh man. Good times. All right, Kathy, thank you so much for coming on the show. Ah, what a treat having Kathy on the show. To me, I am so inspired by someone who is a mom of three, living where she wants to live in Florida. She was an elementary school teacher turned multi-six-figure online entrepreneur. She's fit. She is fun. She is just kind of willing to collect all those failures to do life big, which is ironically the name of her show. If you want to connect with Kathy, make sure to do that. You know you can find all that info in the show notes. But really, I want you to take one nugget of what we were talking about on the show, even if you're not an athlete, even if you don't resonate with that. I mean, to me, I've always had the identity of the artist and the creative in my family while the rest of my family was an athlete. But I did see the mindset piece that they all had about setting goals, about getting after it, about putting in the reps. And that is something that is worth all of us taking a look at. How can we incorporate those mindset skills into our day? Take those little mantras that Kathy was giving us and say them to yourself in the mirror. All right, you guys, I loved, loved, loved this conversation. I hope you loved it too. If you did, please let us know. Tag us in this episode over on Instagram. Let us know that you're listening, that you loved it. 
um, what you took away from it. And of course, if you really, really are feeling this show, the best way that you can show me the love and show us the love is to leave a review, preferably five stars, but I'm all for honesty. Let me know what you're thinking. All right, you guys have a beautiful week.